John chapter 11. Jesus and his disciples are down near the Jordan River. They're quite a ways away from Bethany, where Martha and Mary and Lazarus live. Bethany is a, a little small town right next to Jerusalem, probably two miles away from it. And Jesus and his disciples would often stay with Martha and Mary and Lazarus because they were a family of considerable wealth. And they showed Jesus and his disciples hospitality on a regular basis. It's one thing to have a house guest and perhaps a couple as a house guest. But can you imagine Jesus and his 12 disciples coming and staying for a few days. That's an undertaking. (laughs) But their hospitality towards Jesus is commendable. But we read where in chapter 11 here where Lazarus has become very ill. He's been so sick that his life is threatened. So let's pick it up in chapter 11 of John. We'll read verses 1 through 16. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sister sent to Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. And the disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of the world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps. But I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sake that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. And then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go that we may die with him. Mary and Martha have sent word to Jesus. And the way you would send word to someone, there would be a runner. You had to verbally hand the runner a note or give them a message, and you sent them off on their way to find the person. This meant that a runner was deployed to find Jesus 
and give him a word concerning his friend Lazarus. And this is the message for Jesus. Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Now Martha and Mary know Jesus loves Lazarus. And, they're, and they don't need to say, he's really sick, Lord, we think you should come. Just the fact that they sent word to him tells him this. Their word is, our brother is near death, Lord. And this is a great sickness that is upon him. But it's interesting for us to notice what Jesus said to his disciples when he receives this word. This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. This sickness will bring glory to God, and that's noteworthy. This sheds a whole new light upon why we're sick, or perhaps why we have diseases and that kind of thing. In our world today, in modern medicine, sometimes sickness can only be arrested, not cured. And we have to live with a sickness or a disease. And for anyone who suffers a disease or illness, it's quite possible that it's for the glory of God. Yeah. If you suffer a sickness or a disease, perhaps an illness, it may be for the glory of God that you have it. In our passage, John gives commentary on this family of Lazarus and his sisters. Jesus loves Mary and Martha and Lazarus, and they know it. He hasn't hidden his love to them. They know he loves them. But this sickness of Lazarus will glorify the Son of God. But how about Lazarus? He's required to suffer. To be so ill that he dies. Lazarus was chosen to suffer. But Jesus says this sickness is not unto death. It seems like there's a contradiction in Jesus' words here. The most important principle of life will now be played out in the lives of Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. And the principle is Jesus is resurrection. That's the principle. Jesus, he's willing to be misunderstood. He's willing to be considered unloving. So that this family that he does love and others like his disciples, that they will understand resurrection. And that they will understand that he is resurrection and life. Verse 6. So when Jesus receives word that Lazarus being sick. And that he's sick unto death. He stays right where he is for two more days. And not only that. It's a full day's walk from where Jesus was up to Bethany. And I'm 
sure the disciples they're wondering why Jesus is not rushing up to this family the one there at Bethany that he has stayed with that he knows him that he loves why is Jesus staying here and one of the reasons for this uh, thinking of the disciples they thinking perhaps Jesus doesn't want to go back up to Judea Jerusalem area Perhaps he is afraid for his own life that he will be stoned. But then Jesus says, it's time for us to go to Bethany. And they say, Rabbi, teacher, why are you now going up to Judea? We left that area because the Jews sought to stone you. Did the disciples think Jesus was avoiding his stoning by this delay? Quite possibly. Which brings a question. Have you ever tried to rationalize God's love and God's timing in light of your own need? <laughs> Many times we think the Lord is late. The disciples have heard say, uh, Jesus say, Lazarus' sickness is not unto death. So why would Jesus now travel to Bethany? Jesus will break the news to the disciples now. Lazarus is asleep, and I must go wake him up. The disciples think, well, he's resting. He's going to get better. Then Jesus tells them plainly in verse 14, Lazarus is dead. And this has to puzzle the disciples. They can't wrap their minds around this. First, Jesus has said this sickness is not unto death. And now, Jesus, you say Lazarus is dead. And in verse 15, Jesus has more to say. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there so that you may believe. The disciples need to know, they need to believe Jesus is resurrection. Mary and Martha need to know this, and of course Lazarus will know this. But Thomas, he's putting his mind to work and he and this says, this must be our time to go and die with our Lord. But let me read verse 17 through 27 now. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in a tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went out and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is come into the world. Martha has gone to greet Jesus, but listen to her words carefully. Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. Martha is saying to Jesus in as a kind and polite way as she possibly can, Lord, it's your fault Lazarus is dead. Because if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. And I think the disciples are in agreement with Martha. Take note, the disciples and Martha, they both believe Jesus can heal. They don't have any problem with Jesus being able to do a healing. But do they believe he can raise the dead? Listen to Martha's reply. It is a reply of faith in verse 22. I know that whatever you ask of God, he will give you. And then Jesus says, Martha, Lazarus will rise again. And then she says, Lord, I know in the last day, in the last resurrection, my brother will rise. Martha, it's not about me asking God the Father for Lazarus to be healed. Martha, I am the resurrection. I am life. Even though death takes away this temporary life that we have, Jesus said, he who believes in me, he shall live. And Martha, whoever, whoever believes in me shall never die. And then he says, Martha, do you believe this? And she replies, yes, Lord, I believe. I believe you're the Christ. I believe you're the Son of God who has come into the world. But you know, I secretly wonder if she truly believes Jesus is resurrection. She will go on to believe. Martha leaves and she goes and gets her sister Mary. And and now Jesus has Mary to contend with. (laughs) And meanwhile, all the disciples are trying desperately to sort out all that Jesus is saying. And Jesus now will demonstrate. He will demonstrate that he is resurrection. So skip down to verse 28, same chapter, chapter 11. And we'll, Jesus has dealt with Mary and now. <clears throat> and when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. And as soon as she heard that, she arose and quickly came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came, 
where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Same thing Martha had said. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in his spirit and he was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? There's that limitation on their part. Jesus can heal, but is he resurrection? Then Jesus again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he's been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? It's hard for us to believe Jesus is resurrection. It was for Mary and Martha. It was for the disciples. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. <clears throat> and he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Then, and Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Mary, she's gone through the same identical response that Martha has had. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Why is it so easy for us to believe healings? And it's so difficult for us to believe in the raising of the dead. So Jesus, he must demonstrate to those he loves by calling Lazarus from the tomb. And he does. The greatest fear that mankind faces is the temporary death of our physical body. That's our greatest fear. Jesus, he has wept. He has groaned in his spirit. He is distraught that his believers cannot cross that hurdle of unbelief concerning resurrection. So Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, whom he loved, had to suffer to be an example of Jesus' power over death. And we have read, Jesus goes to the tomb, the tomb of Lazarus. He tells the men, roll away the stone. And Martha declares, Lord, by this time there is a stench. For Lazarus has been dead four days. 
Now, when you live out in the country, you recognize the smell of a dead animal. It has its own smell. It's not like uh, cow manure or something like that. It has its own stench. But you can recognize the smell of a dead animal. The other day, we had a dead mouse. I set out traps in our cupboard area, and I'm going to the bathroom, and I say to Lori, do you smell that? There's something bad in here. <laughs> and she's looking at her old potatoes and onions and these kind of things, uh, and she says, I can't find anything. I said, let me get under there and look for a dead mouse. There it was, a dead mouse. Took the mouse up, the stench left too. <laughs> and it has its own smell. And Martha is correct. She said, Lord, by now he stinks. And he did. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Now understand, there is nothing in this world that could have stopped Lazarus from coming forth. For Jesus has commanded it. Lazarus, come forth. The one who created the heavens and the earth, the one who created mankind said, come forth. And Lazarus has no choice but to come forth. And they have to unwrap him. So what's he doing? Bunny hopping out? Probably. You know, he's wrapped up in grave clothes and they unwrap him. But he's alive. The resurrection of life has called Lazarus come forth. Martha now believes. So does Mary. And the disciples also now believe. And the majority of the world around us today cannot get over the hurdle that Jesus is resurrection. That's basically why the world is not Christian. They can't accept the fact of resurrection. But that's not the question. The question is, do you and I, do we believe that Jesus is resurrection. That's the question. And so I say to you, He is risen. He has risen indeed. Amen. Let me get you to stand. We'll close in prayer. What a blessing to have a risen Lord. Father God, we are so grateful. Grateful that we serve a God who has power over death. Yeah, our temporary bodies will die. They will decay. But Lord, our soul lives to be with you. And for that, we're grateful. Thank you for having power over death, for being resurrection, for being life. Lord, it separates us from all other religions that our Lord, our God, rose from the dead defeating death. And Lord, you demonstrated that to a family you love. And the disciples got to see you call Lazarus forth. And so did Martha and Mary. And Lord, we get to read about it, but we pray that resurrection would be real in our hearts and lives, how you overcame death for us.
and we will be eternally grateful for that, Lord. Thank you for defeating death. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.